Welcome to Keepers. We're a married couple who went to France for the 2019 World Cup and fell in love with women's soccer. So naturally, when the pandemic hit, we started a fantasy league for the NWSL. This is our podcast. I'm Holly Wild. Hit me up at Wild Holly with an E on social. And I'm Jared Gilkerson. Find me at Jared underscore radio and follow the show at Keepers Podcast. Oh, if you don't know what that noise is. It's my drum roll. Jared. Holly's excited. She's jacked. I'm over caffeinated and ready to roll. Oh, my God. Caffeinated, cocktail, tacos. That's right. We're ready to roll here. All the things. Well, if you're new to the show, uh, welcome. Uh, It's mock draft day. Every, every, every time I, you know, at the beginning, you know what, everyone, at the beginning of every show, Holly puts her hand on her forehead and just rolls her eyes at the beginning of every show. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 If you're, yeah, if you're new to the show, Stop. everyone, <laughs> and you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> it's like inviting people into our living room. With that's, our, that's really sweet of yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're jacked today. We're excited because it's mock draft day, Holly. Yes. As NWSL starts tomorrow, starts Saturday, this is Friday night, we've got our mock draft, and then we've got our real league draft just hours after the mock draft. This is going to be a great test run. It's a great dry run for me, (laughs) because I got to tell you. (laughs) We'll tell everyone how. There's a lot uh, of unknowns going into this draft for me. Oh, I love it. I love it. Before the mock draft, though, let's get into the news. Okay, Holly, we've got more signings in the NWSL. Um, we've got Eugenie Le Sommer coming over from OL to OL Reign. <laughs> um, they've been really active. This is a big signing. I mean, yes. Le Sommer is, she's fa- a fantastic player. I mean, consistently in those world rankings as like your top dozen players yeah, in absolutely. the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, one they, of, you know, one of the best strikers in the history of Olympic Lyonnais. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's, uh, if you don't know, she's played for OL for, for years. Um, she's a great forward, great attacker. And I don't know where she's going to fit in on this roster because the rain, she's on loan, basically. So, they're going to have her until I think technically December. Mm hmm. So that's going to be sweet for the rain. Uh, we'll talk a little later how that's going to work out because they've got a lot of weapons and a lot of people coming over. So we'll see what happens there. I'm super excited to see how that pencils out. Yeah. Pencils. That's pretty good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you can use an eraser. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Racing Louisville signs uh, uh, Ebony Salmon. So uh, Ebony Salmon, she uh, played with uh, England's national team briefly. But um, she signed to a two-year contract to play with Louisville. And um, this is fun because if another team has been kind of active in the market, and I don't know, I, I think Louisville has played this whole thing really right. And we, we'll so. get into it later. But they've got Kristen Press and Tobin Heath who won't play for them. And all signs are pointing to those, those players maybe signing with uh, LA uh, Angel City FC. So they're kind of loading up. They're like, we, we can get a lot for these players. We can sign these international players. They've been really active. This is cool because they're going to be a really fun watch this year. They're going to lose a ton of games, but it's going to be fun. They're going to score. Yeah, I think this is a great strategy because I think that, that Louisville is going to be one of those teams that like it's a small market team. They maybe don't have a lot of big name players that are playing for them, but they've they've put in a tough fight so far in the Challenge Cup. And I think that 
like you said, they may lose a lot of games, but they, they're certainly going to give people a run for their money. I think they're going to gel as a team and they're going to be one of those teams that are strong, not because they have marquee names necessarily, but because they have such great team chemistry. And I think adding an offensive weapon like Emily Salmon to that is a really great call. Yeah. Is it now? Is it is it Salmon or Salmon? I'm, it's an honest question. I think you're just making fun of my weird Minnesota pre- that's pronunciation. A Minnesota, that's a Minnesota thing. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for calling that out. Anytime. Yeah. I'd love to. Every episode, please. Yeah, yeah, I know. Can't wait for more of that. Um, okay, we've got some more activity with the NWSL. The uh, They released their roster rules, regulations, and competition guidelines. A lot of it's boring. The be- <laughs> I mean, it's the title of that article. is terrible. And they never know what to do on their website, so they just like stack. They have these pictures of the like, soccer balls. They're like, here's the story. I know. It's like their go-to stock photo for it everything. Is. Come everything, on. Yeah. They, yeah, they'll get there. Um, so basically, the biggest part is the team salary cap is increased five percent for the um, from the twenty twenty season. So now each team salary cap is six hundred eighty two thousand and five hundred dollars, and the senior roster for the twenty twenty one NWSL season is twenty two to twenty four players. Additionally, the league has increased its maximum player salary by five percent to fifty two thousand five hundred, and its minimum player salary by ten percent to twenty two thousand. In addition this, uh, to salaries, uh, players receive health care from the league at no cost to the player, and they receive housing. Uh, there's a you know like a stipend of three thousand a month to live, and blah blah blah. Um, but remember, there's allocation money, so each team can get allocation money, and that's why players like Lindsey Horan and Crystal Dunn are probably making, I believe, they still won't disclose it, but probably in the six figures to the Thorns this year. But Holly, I mean, what do you think about these this release? Okay, well. Two things, and you know they're both going to be about the salaries. One, and maybe this is a skewed perspective for me because we live in L.A. and the cost of living here is so high. So it might be a little bit different, say, in Kansas City or something like that. However, 22000 a year? For the minimum, yeah. Um, I think I might have made more than that waiting tables when I was in high school. I'm torn on this whole thing because it's a beginning league. And so when players, you know, back in the fifties and sixties for baseball and football, they would have two jobs. They would play football and then the off season, they'd go work somewhere else. And that was kind of how it was just done. And sure. That's how it's, if everyone's doing that great, but if you're, if you're being constantly compared to, men's leagues where they don't have to do that and then the excuse is oh well the men are so much better well yeah because they can afford full-time trainers and full-time nutritionists and all of the other things that they need to go along with that to up their game and they can because the minimum salary for rostered players in the mls is four times the minimum of the nwsl it's 81 375 so there is no universe in which this is okay. I would be There's interested. There's no rationale that's acceptable for this. I would be interested to know when MLS was in year, what would be year 10? So when MLS was in year 10, what was their minimum? I'd like to know. And I want to know now. It's a great question. But what, here's what I will tell you. The MLS is still not profitable. No. Oh, so yeah. there's no financial argument that you can make here other than bias that makes any sense to me. I'm not, I, I, I don't want to argue about this because the NWSL doesn't have a lot of transparency either. And that's the thing that's bothersome. So when you see these numbers, 
someone like Lindsay Horan could be making 150 grand or 200 grand this year. I don't know. I'm just throwing that number out there, but I know for a fact they are getting allocation money, the biggest players. But the league has to release these numbers. But then you look and teams are taking all this allocation money and rerouting it. And these are all these minimums. And I keep thinking players that are especially living, um, I don't know, let's say New, like they're play, living in New York and New Jersey and playing for Gotham. I can guarantee this whole 3000 stipend a month for, for living is just, I guarantee they're playing paying more than that. And I would love if these, if everything became a little more transparent, because I feel like this is all just, Hey, these are all rules. Every team has to abide by this, but, and there's a big, but there, and you don't see the rest. And I think it would really help the league if we knew what these stars were making. Cause one, it would help our podcast <laughs> to know what team's <laughs> plans are, you know, financially. Certainly. I had to say the minimum is disgusting. The minimum sh complete shit. So that's enraging. I mean, 22 is just, and I'm glad they raised them, but I just don't know enough about the financials to know like, okay, so are we, are they screwing them or is this as much money as the, as the teams can squeeze out right now to pay these players? I just don't know. You know what I mean? Like, what is it? Do we know? We just don't. It's enraging when you see it written down. I totally agree. But I just wish there was more transparency. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, last story. Uh, there's controversy in the NCAA again. So they kind of go, hey, we're going to make you happy, make you sad. Make you happy, make you sad. So they canceled um, the regionals in golf, women's golf, uh, in Baton Rouge because of rain. And a lot of players were outraged because... The NCAA came out and said the, the golf course is playable, but not at a championship level. And there's players speaking out um, like Sarah Byrne um, saying that's disgraceful. We had, you know, how this whole week's been handled. Every player's worked so hard for this week. You know, uh, this is how we're treated. It's sham shameful. And so other players are coming out saying they're taking pictures of the course and saying that, you know, this course is playable. There's no standing water. You may have to change one hole. You know, and then people tweeting out videos of what they played on in past tournaments and they're just flooded or they're a few tournaments ago, years ago, you know, they're literally squeegeeing the greens themselves. Like, and so they, it seems odd. The NCAA has picked this time to do this. And then the last icing on the cake is that they weren't allowed to practice. And there's some videos of the LSU men's team, um, on the, uh, the driving range and practicing, but the women weren't allowed. So there's some real discrepancy there and there's a it's a controversy it's like the NCAA just kind of said we're gonna instead of trying to play they just said like we're gonna cancel the regionals and just jump to the final six so this is kind of gross it is gross it's a little baffling too I I don't again there's not a compelling reason the logic is inconsistent and you, you wouldn't know why you would do that I think it's just um the NCAA is really not they're just tone deaf they always on a lot of things with respect to women's sports i think i mean they were they were tone deaf in terms of parody uh, uh you know for march madness they were you know they're they're tone deaf for a different reason here i think that the you know sarah argument about let us play because we work so hard for this is is really the right one here i mean i think it's the the emotional angle for me because one of the things that i love about college sports so much is that the athletes play with their whole heart um and it's, you know, it's, it's n not as much about the dollar signs and it's more about the, you know, the, the glory of, you know, conquering something and that human emotion that we all share. And to arbitrarily not give people that moment is crushing. Why would you do that? I don't know. I wish the NCAA would 
come out and say something, just anything, because they need to respond to all this, uh, especially when one of the go- best golfers in the world, Michelle Wee, came out on Instagram and said, um, were these conditions championship level? Heck no. But were they playable? Yes. <laughs> you just have to find a way to make it happen. Um, she pretty much said, you know, that there's times that the LPGA played on worse conditions. So like, Right, and isn't that is, sort of a macro point of sports anyways, is perseverance through adversity? Yeah. I, I bet it was something lame, like, we don't want this course to, you know, you're going to hack up this well, course. Well, I bet it was something, no, I bet it was a reaction in the opposite direction. Like, oh, we gave them poor conditions for the women's basketball tournament. Oh. So we don't want to be seen as giving them poor conditions for the golf tournament. So we're just going to cut it off. I mean, it's, it's that kind of oh, tone-deaf think, thinking. It's oh, like missing the mark even, completely by trying to overcompensate in a way that's completely wrongheaded. So you think they, they thought, oh my God, if people see the women playing out here in a flood, they're going to get pissed. Yep. That's my hypothesis. Okay. Well, they should come out and just say that. <laughs> they should just go, we're confused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're confused. That'll happen. Holly, it's mock draft time. <laughs> I love it. Come Jared's on. been waiting for like three hours just for to be able to play this moment right here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) It's mock draft time. As you know, the season starts on Saturday. So Holly and I put together our top player rankings, and then we averaged them out where they would all fall. So we averaged our rankings with each other, and then we put them into one ultimate ranking, uh, a nice little, what would you call it, like a little algorithm there. Yes. So Holly and I are going to draft. Holly is drafting first. I am drafting second. And then we have two ghost teams. And the two ghost teams will be drafting the next best available player. And we are snake drafting. So Holly, it'll be Holly, Jared, ghost one, ghost two, and then ghost two, ghost one, Jared, Holly. And it's 10 rounds. And if you're unfamiliar, Holly loves when I do this every week. 10 rounds. We are drafting one goalie, one defender, five at any position, and three on your bench. So, Holly, without further ado, you are on the clock. All right. Uh, With the first round pick, (laughs) first pick of the overall draft in the NWSL 2021 mock draft, I pick Dabinia. Oh, not a surprise. Not a surprise. Holly is picking Dabinia. Strong choice. We don't need to get into that. Everyone knows that she's a baller. Uh, I'm next on the clock, and at second, I will be selecting Rachel Daly from the Houston Dash. And let's get through here as I write this stuff down. This is fun. Um, Ghost One team will be drafting Jess McDonald from the Courage, and Ghost Two will be drafting Christy Mewis from the Dash. So, Holly, thoughts on this uh, first round? Strong round. I mean, it's about what you'd think that would happen. Mm -hmm. So let's go to round two. Round two. Ghost two is back on the clock, and ghost two gets Lynn Williams. Oh, my goodness. So I know I'm a little higher on Lynn Williams than you are, but all I have to say right now is that ghost two, if you got that fourth pick, which I do in our real draft, (laughs) if you end up with Christy Mewis and Lynn Williams, watch out, because I think Lynn Williams is going to wake up a little bit, uh, you know, from the Challenge Cup. Yeah. So uh, our Ghost 1 team is now on the clock, and they are drafting Ashlyn Harris. Oh, boy. So our first goaltender is off. Um, thoughts about the goaltender going in the second round? I think that's a great place. I It's a strong, I mean, 
she's putting up the points. I think that's reasonable. It's a little scary because I, it's scary because goalies can just tragically lose you a game and to, to draft someone second with your goalie, it's, but also seeing that first goalie off the list, to me, Ashlyn Harris is way up. And you've got like French and some people, but as another owner, I'm thinking, oh, I might sit on goalies now. So we'll see how this all plays out because right. I might sit and wait. Well, you're so up. I am so. on the clock. I am on the clock. So uh, I will pick in the second round, uh, the seventh overall pick. I'm I'm going. I got to go for it. I don't know how you avoid this. I'm going with Carly Lloyd. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Why not? I mean, if anyone out there knows me, I'm going to go for that experience. So. I mean, right now, my front line, Rachel Daly and Carly Lloyd, sign me up. Holly, you're up. You got the next two picks. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> ah, this all right. Mu- this music really does help. <laughs> it helps. I'm going to go with Trinity Rodman. Wow. So Trinity Rodman, the rookie, going in the second round. Yes. No worries there? You don't think that... It could be a big letdown. Like I, that's think a reach. I think that she's the 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 playmaker on the Washington Spirit, and then she's going to put up a bunch of points for the fan, for my fantasy team. Okay, third round. What you got? Lead off. Sam Mewis. Wait, why? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, everyone. Sam Mewis just went out. And as we know, she is not active on the Courage. She just ended with uh, Man City. And the rumor is she's coming back and playing. Great podcast she's got going with Lynn Williams. Snacks. Check it out. But, <laughs> um, man, and looking at your rankings before this, yeah. she wasn't even scratching. I didn't even have her okay, on the board. So I have to know. I know. You didn't have her on the board, but we talked a little bit about her, you know, going into it. And we... You were kind of like, oh, let's. Uh, I saw you kind of freeze. You're like, oh, I didn't yeah, have her Sam. on the board because she wasn't for sure back, and I didn't know what the timing was going to be. I don't yeah. think she's going to be back till June. We've got all of May to play. However, you know, and I feel like, oh, maybe that's a person that you take in a later round to put on your bench. But since she was on your radar, I thought, uh, do I, can I really leave a, a player that's peaking this hard and scoring this many goals and is arguably all the right. best player in the world? On the board. <laughs> well, I love what you got building there, Dabinia, Rodman, and Mewis. Yeah. Like you've got, and you've got the combination of Dabinia and Mewis. Two midfielders, but they get it done. Um, okay, Jared's on the clock. This is easy for me. I'm, I'm getting her back on my team. I'm going Lindsay Horan. I mean, now that I look at my team and what I'm building, and if you're playing at home, I've got Rachel Daly, Carly Lloyd, and Lindsay Horan. I mean, that's three now i'm building those three national team players on different national teams and they will be gone to the olympics so if you're drafting and you notice oh i've got three players that are all going to be gone for a window at the end of june and in a, a lot of july and another little window in the middle of june you need to start thinking now like i'm starting to think okay i need to start looking at players who are going to be there for the long run because i can't have my entire starting five on national teams <laughs> so um our next ghost player ghost one is going to be drafting Christine, oh wait, I was that, yeah. was that the, no, wait, oh yeah, Christine yeah. Sinclair. Christine Sinclair is the next on our uh, our algorithm. Our, our algorithm. Goes two in round three. We'll be drafting. Looks like to me that's Adriana French. Is that what you've got? No, that'd be Mitch Purse. 
Are you looking at the mock draft rankings and not no, my, I'm not not my I'm blue lying. highlights? Yeah, <laughs> I'm that's, on the wrong that's, one. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I looked okay. at that same thing too. Yeah, Adrian that French. So wait, does, that team doesn't have a goalie already, right? Ghost two. Yeah. Ghost two does not have a goalie. Ghost one does. Okay. So that's perfect. Our our our, our little uh, algorithm app worked. Great. So okay, now we're in the round four. So Ghost two picks again, and now Ghost two is going to get Midge Purse from Gotham. So Ghost two's got a um after this next Ghost pick, uh, we'll talk about what these teams are building. But uh, so Ghost One's on the clock, and Amy Rodriguez, for uh, from the from from the Kansas City, Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I tell you what, I really love being in that four spot because if you look at Ghost Two, they got someone like Christy Mewis that fell all the way to four, and then they got Lynn Williams, who could be she was the best player last year, I think. You know, from from end to end. Right. Um, you know, in these different bubbles that they were doing. But mm-hmm. but then they added Franch, who could be end up being the best goaltender. So they got Franch in the end of the third. And then you add someone as strong as Midge Purse on a really like budding uh Gotham team. Mm-hmm. I just love being in that four spot. Because if you get two of the top five players I, right off the bat, I don't know. I think it gives you a lot of a lot of flexibility. But uh, I'm on the clock here, Holly, with the fifteenth overall pick. It's round four. So I have three national team players. So if I'm looking at my board, uh, I my next best for me, I really like Shea Groom. And this fits right into what I'm building because this is someone who's not going to be gone for the Olympic window. I know that you're not as high up on, on Shea Groom as I am, but this is where I'm going to take her. So I'm taking Shea Groom here. All right. You've got two picks. Okay. Um, hmm. The suspense is building. I know, I'm thinking. Sorry, I think silently. Well, you can think out loud because <laughs> it's the not po- good for it. It is a, it is a, uh, all right. I'm thinking audio medium. You know, in my, in my actual rankings, I got, I have CC Kaiser next is best available. However, from Louisville. Yeah, I just really don't even want to draft anyone from Louisville. Plus, you know, if, if they have, you know, Ebony Salmon coming in, is CC Kaiser really going to produce as much? Salmon. Yeah, thank you. I tried that time. <laughs> um, well, so that's people are going to get in, into right. their drafts like this. Yeah. You didn't have Sam Muse on your board. Right. And all of a sudden she skyrockets up. And yeah. then you had confidence in CC Kaiser. But when push comes to shove, now you're like, I don't know if I want someone from Louisville on my team. Right. So you yeah. might be letting her fall. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I've got Sydney LaRue up there. I'm not too huge on Orlando either. I love it. I think Next I, person <laughs> up scoring a lot of points is Ashley Sanchez, but I already have someone for the Washington Spirit. You know, where do I go from here? Um, so you don't, want, you don't want two players on the same team, especially on a team that doesn't score a lot. Exactly, because I have already think I got the best player on that team. Okay. All right, I'm going to punt because I have two picks. So I'm going to pick <laughs> Megan Klingenberg. Oh, defense. The first yes. defender goes off the board. Okay. Great. I, she's my number one defender on the board. She's not as high up, but you needed that position. So you're feeling need there with someone right. who's got, I mean, she's taking half of their corners. She's active offensively, and you're looking at teams that are going to give up zero points. All right, first pick of the fifth round. Okay. Um, <laughs> Audio medium. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm going to go Simone Charlie. Simone Charlie from yes. the Portland Thorns. Yes. Okay. Uh, I love the pick. She got a lot of shots off during the. Yes. During she also the got a red card, card, which was not amazing. But. Well, that that happens. But the thing I like about her is that 
what you see is what you get with Portland. Like her game was strong when they were miss when they were missing national team players, and then when the national team players came back, she still looked good, and she was still heavily involved. There's other teams that you go. I don't know what this team like. Houston's going to completely collapse when they don't have their team. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Right. But I'm on the clock with the 18th overall pick here. Uh, so I've I've got no goalie and no defense. So I've got no defense at all. <laughs> um, on my list, I'm I'm you know where I'm going here. Like you know where I'm starting to debate. I'm starting to creep up on Hatch territory. I know. <laughs> I love Ashley Hatch. She puts a lot of shots on goal. She just needs to finish. But I've also got Sophia Smith from Portland ranked just ahead of her. And I don't is she going to make the national team? Like that's a huge if right there. Yeah, for it's me. a huge if. And if I get her and she doesn't make it, this is a great pick. But if she does make it, that's a fourth national team player that I'm now risking. And then right below Hatch, I've got Alex Morgan. And ah, that's a lot of national team players. So I'm going to play it safe here, and I'm going Ashley Hatch in the fifth round. Oh, my God. I can think, <laughs> She's laughing at me. I'm a Hatch fan. I'm a oh Hatchaholic. So, so much. So much Hatch. Now we've Hatch. got Ghost 1. And next up on our Ghost 1, if uh, if we do this correctly here, should be Sydney LaRue. Yep. So Sydney LaRue goes to Ghost 1. And Ghost 2 in the fifth round is ending it with uh, Amani Dorsey, which might be the best defender. I mean, uh, that's a great defender. That was the best defender <laughs> left on the board. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm, I'm huge on her. Ghost 2 is building a really good team. Can, can I be Ghost 2? <laughs> uh, I don't. Uh, well, so, you, you actually have the fourth pick in our, in our actual draft, I right? Will, I will yeah. be Ghost 2. Yeah. Um, so now Ghost 2 is on the clock again here in the sixth round, and they're going to. Uh, Charlie's off the board. Hatch is off the board. This is Alex Morgan. Yeah. Ghost 2 is getting Alex Morgan. Wow. So uh, <laughs> Alex Morgan looked really good in the Challenge Cup. I think she's doing the best she can on a team that's just missing a few pieces. But her and LaRue had some good, um, that would have been, see, that would have been maybe fun for Ghost 1 for Alex Morgan to fall to Ghost 1 because then they could have uh, had both LaRue and Morgan. I don't know if you want that, but I feel like those two have a little bit of a connection. Mm -hmm. So it could be nice. Okay, Ghost 1 for the 22nd pick in the draft. For me, it's Bledsoe, right? I've got Aubrey Bledsoe, so another goalie off the list. Mm, I think that since that, that team already has a goalie, though. Do they? So I think that we, we would goalie skip one, that. Goalie 1 does have or ghost one does have Ashlyn Harris good yes. call so she'll stay on the board for me uh, <laughs> uh, it would be Kristen Hamilton then from Carolina so uh, another now you're starting to get into the um, the range of player that like yeah. Kristen Hamilton's like steady yeah but like, this is someone I would have drafted for my bench well this is the sixth round so we're right on that bench territory yeah yeah I've still got one starter to fill for yeah for like, offense though. depending how you draft yeah um, yes this, this person on ghost one Kristen will be in their offensive lineup mm -hmm. I'm on the board now but if I go back to my board I've still got Sophia Smith as my 17th best player and I'm on pick 23 so you think that's pretty easy because we're I'm missing my eight I've already drafted my 18th best player I uh, 19's gone 20 has gone 21 is gone so I'm my 22nd ranked player is actually Eugenie Le Sommer. And I have no idea how she's going to uh, fit in on OL. Uh, it makes me a little uneasy. And I'm thinking on a lot of people's draft boards, you could get her later. I feel yeah. like I've overranked her. So I'm mm -hmm. going Sophia Smith here from Portland. And Holly's on the board twice. Yes, I am. And I actually have... It's it's This is really interesting. I have... On my rankings, I have five 
people that I think could start in offense still available on my board. So I have a, I have CC Kaiser, I have Jennifer Cujo, I have Ashley Sanchez, I have Sofia Huerta, and I have Paige Monahan. So that's a really strong, really strong board. Um, so I am going to go with Jennifer Cujo. Okay, from the got from Gotham. Yeah, because I just I like that team. Cujo. Good to have a person on there. I have take another midfielder. You know, I think she's going to be really the the linchpin of of that midfield. And then I'm going to round out my starting lineup with a keeper. So I'm going Audrey Bledsoe. Okay, so you're you've got um, Bledsoe off your board. Yeah, Audrey Bledsoe's off. Yeah, so. Why pick a goalie in the seventh round? I don't know. I just immediately regretted that because I think that the other two, Ghost 1 and Ghost 2 already have goalies. I think that you're going to go with a goalie really late, so I'm totally regretting that because I wish that I had actually drafted another offensive player for my bench before that since it's not going to come around because to me for a, now <laughs> for a really long time because to, to me, uh, Bledsoe and Heritage are really equally ranked and even if you know Kaelin Sheridan comes back, for Gotham, then I'd draw Paracic and pick up Sheridan because she's if you have arguably better if, than Bledsoe. if you have priority and free right. agency, which yeah. you might not. Right, but so. no one, you're not going to drop Ashlyn Harris and Harris and pick up Sheridan. Mm. Like you're not. Okay. Well. Well, okay. If you're dealing goalies based on matchups every you could, week, you might. Well, and you could handcuff someone. Like I like when you, you know, if I see someone that has. DD and I like someone else on the roster. See, and then they go, okay. I go, okay. Now I can get something for you know for free later. Right. And fair, so you know, you, you pay attention if you're drafting. Pay attention to who everyone else is drafting. If you think you can get someone in a jam like that, look who's hurt, look who's injured, and if people are drafting people that are ahead of them on the lineup, you could probably handcuff them when someone comes back from injury. But now everyone's drafted a goalie but me. Yeah. So I am going to risk not drafting a goalie like yeah, you're saying you for a while. To. Yeah. So I'm on the clock here in the 26 overall pick, second pick of the seventh round. We're in the seventh round, and next best on my list is Eugenie Le Sommer. Uh, also Zinifer Marazan. So I got a couple of OL Rain players, but you know who's creeping right behind them for me? Michelle Prince from Houston, Megan Rapino. Like now, I could add a legend late, but I'm not. <laughs> but, you know, so I don't think France is in. I don't think France qualified for, for the, Olympics. the Olympics. Yeah. So to me, this is this is uh, Le Somer territory. So I'm going Le Somer because I think she's on loan and she's going to play all the way through. And this is a national team quality player who is not taking a break. And I feel like on OL Reign, there are going to be chunks of time where her and Marazon. Who does Marazon? I don't think Marazon. Um, I have to she look. Plays up. for Germany. Uh, and they I don't make, remember they which didn't team make it either. Or no, she played. I mean, for national team, she played yes. for Germany. Yeah. So you're talking two players that are going to lead this team, especially when everyone's gone. Right. So I like uh, Le Somer. Okay, so we've got Ghost One here. So help me out here. Let's go here. Um, we are in the seventh round, and next best on our list is that uh, is that Harriet? Well, no, they've already got a goalie. So you skip. So I've got CC Kaiser for them. Yep. So CC Kaiser from. Louisville, who I think could put up big numbers, but it's, a, like you said before, a little risky. Mm -hmm. So Ghost 2 here is, they've got a goalie as well. So for me, Ghost 2 would go, is that Ashley Sanchez? Yeah. Ashley Sanchez for Ghost 2. And then we go to round 8. 
Ghost 2 is on the clock again, and I've got for them is Sofia Huerta. Correct. Wait, sorry, did you draft Sophia Smith? Yes. Okay, then yeah. Yes, and then Ghost 1, next best for me I see, is Paige Monahan. So you've got... Uh, yeah. <laughs> now that... See, that, there went all my offense. That was... that was <laughs> just as, Glad we did this as a draft round because that was me screwing up. The and, mock? And you like the mock? All the offense went <laughs> off the board and I didn't need to take that goalie. So now I know. All the offense did not go off the board. There's, <laughs> there's plenty of there. There's plenty all of players. All of my high-ranked offense went off the board. So we're in round eight. I want to rehash where I, I know that we're going we're gonna to go a little long today because it's a fun show. But I've got on my... I've got Rachel Daly. I've got Carly Lloyd. I've got Lindsey Horan. I've got Shea Groom. I've got Ashley Hatch, Sophia Smith, and Lace O'Mare. So I've got no defense at all. I've got no goalie, and I've got no defender. Now, I could just sit and draft another offensive player here and draft defense 9-10, which is what I'm, what I'm going to do because there's no, no point in jumping the gun. Defense can get you points, but it's, it's just not going to compare. So I'm going to go for firepower. I'm going to go for more goals here. So on my list, uh, I mean, Marazon is still out there for me. Nichelle Prince, Megan Rapinoe. Oh, it's really tempting to take Rapino here. I mean, she's just that good. She didn't show a lot of, she didn't play a lot of minutes in the Challenge Cup. So I ask you, Holly, if you're in this position, who do you like? I like someone on the rain. I like Marazon or Rapino, and that's who I'm going to go for. But where do I go? You know, people are going to be in this position where, Marazon's a world-renowned player. I mean, if you're thinking on. rain, do you draft Rose Lavelle? Oh, Rose. <laughs> Happy birthday, Rose Lavelle. <laughs> um, that's just, a big just one, throw too. another wrench in I your, know. Well, your she's, whole plan here. She is ranked 35th on my board, but I'm only up to, on my board, in the mid-20s. A few, so I'm still winning if we're looking at the Jared rankings. I'm on pick 31, and I'm looking at players who I rank 23, 24, 25. So I still like where I'm at, and my, my, I'm loaded offensively. And I could go like safe. I mean, Rapino's not going to play 90 minutes a game. Maybe. But Marazan is an unknown quantity. She's so And good. who knows when Lavelle is going to be back. She's so good. I'm not even considering Lavelle here. I'm not. All right. I'm not. But uh, it would be nice. But uh, I'm going to pull the trigger on Rapino. Because now I've got Megan Rapino and Carly Lloyd uh, on my team, and that's just too Legends. much fun to look at. You know me. Legends. I am a sucker for legends, do or die. <laughs> and if it works out, my Lord, they're going to look at my team and go, that's a lot of national team players. So I put myself in a pickle. I put myself in a little bit of a bind, and I'm banking. Did because you only have Groom and Hatch. Oh, no. Laysomer, my bad. Yeah, Laysomer. Yeah. So that's yeah. three. So if I need to fill gaps with a couple players, it's a little bit of a stretch, but there's enough people left in a, you know, in a four-team league. There's going to be some talent out there. Yep. Okay, Holly, I'll stop. I'll shut up. Round eight, what are you rounding it out with? Oh, boy. Um, I mean, to your point, we've still got Marazan on the, um, on the table. Now that I think about it, I'm regretting this repeat. Lavelle thing. on the table. I'm into my bench right now, so I feel comfortable drafting someone like Lavelle or Marazan because they don't need, I don't need them to play for the first like three weeks, right? And I can see, you know, I know we know Marazan's coming in June. We don't know when Lavelle is coming, um, you know, but I'm going to lock that up and I think I'm going to pick Rose Lavelle. Rose Lavelle yeah. going with a 30-second pick, not even playing. <laughs> you just drafted <laughs> two people who are rumored to be coming back. 
right. I know. Yeah, Mewis and Lavelle. That. That's fun. It's a mock draft. It's not like me though. But I you're usually not go pl- with the like my whole draft <laughs> plan was to go with the sure thing, and I just completely blew it out the window in the third round. Guess what? I don't this know is what a mock draft. We're telling people what mistakes not to make. <laughs> don't make the mistakes Thanks. we are. You're on the board again. Oh, I'm on the board again. Yeah. Okay. Round nine. Um. Think it out loud. I want okay. to know what you're Well, thinking. yeah, I have like your, you know, I have your non-national team players. Like I have a couple people on the board like that I think are, are not going to be, you know, spectacular and flashy, but are, might score a decent amount of points like Haley Mace and Morgan Gautreau and frankly, Taylor Korniak. Um, but then I also have, you know, people that don't play a lot, but are super efficient like Ife Onomonu. But then, you, you like know, Onomonu. I do like Onomonu. But then, you know, there's, there's that, uh, you know, you've got Marazan still out there. Treat it and like, like for my bench. You know, is that do I do I pick her up? Treat it like you taught me on vacations. You said, "Are you ever going to regret going?" And it's, no, you're going to regret not going. Yeah. So who are you going to regret not picking? All up? right, then I'm going with Jennifer Marazan. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I love it. If you're in a pickle, that's how you solve it. Uh, I'm on the board. My second to last pick, round nine. I need a goalie. And I need a defender. So to me, this is really easy. I'm going Didi Heracic from Gotham because she's on fire. Um, you know what I mean? It's simple. She like, is on it fire. It was between her and, and I, I mean, I was. it's debating Jane Campbell because they, Heracic was on fire yeah, in the, the But Challenge she might Cup get final. replaced. You know, I could see her if she has a couple of bad games and you've got um, who's uh, Sheridan just sitting there. Right. She might have a short leash. But Campbell, sure, but no, she's just going to take a break for the. You know, if she if she makes the national team, right? But and also you've got, you know, if you need to pick up a goalie, you've also got um, Buhati coming for the OL Reign, yeah. who's France's national goalie, There's so she's not of, going to the Olympics. Yeah, a lot of options there. Um, so we got Ghost One here. So the next best on our board, if you're seeing, does Ghost One have a defense yet? A dif- a defender, looking here. Ghost One does not have defense, so they have to go D. So to me, sadly. This makes me sad. It looks like on my board. Oh, it looks like it's Brooke Hendricks from Louisville. Does that look right to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ghost one gets Brooke Hendricks. She's a good defender. That's a strong pick. I just don't know if they're going to um, have a lot of clean sheets. That could be a tough. Uh, Ghost two. Does Ghost two have anyone on defense? I believe they do. Didn't they take Amani Dorsey off the board? Uh, someone did. Yeah, they did. And then round, round five, Amani Dorsey went. So... They have got a goalie, too, so they can kind of go with the next best here. And next best on mine is Ashley, Ashley Sanchez went, correct? Correct. Okay, so we got, uh, is it uh, Huerta went, Monaghan went, Lesomer went. And so this looks like Nichelle Prince. Mm-hmm. That's, I like that in round nine, too. I think Prince, I think uh, Canada could get bounced early from the Olympics. just depends. So she might not miss as much time. And sh- think about her. Think about how great Houston is when their whole team's together. But when the whole... We've only seen it when the national windows. We've never seen it with like a couple of national players back. So I think if you get her in there with Groom, eh, they're a little bit better. And I think she could actually lead the team if Canada, you know, is an early out. So she could put up some numbers. So now Ghost 2 picks again. So Ghost 2 uh, on my list, that's Mace. Mm-hmm. Oh. Haley Mace. Oh, man. I couldn't think of one Mace quote. <laughs> I was just going to say been around the world nah yeah yeah oh boy but I don't know he might be in that uh, 
Ghost One. Ghost One with their last pick in the tenth round. Uh, it looks like Goutreau. Morgan Goutreau. Thoughts on Morgan getting picked there? You like you like Goutreau. I think that's a solid pick. I mean, she's going to be like fairly consistent, not outstanding, but consistent performer. Okay, Jared's last pick, and uh, Holly knows it's coming. I have to draft defense, and I've just been drafting no one, nothing but national team players. So I'm hoping that I can get out to a big lead in this league. <laughs> so I'm going Kelly O'Hara. Um, I'm in a little bit of a bind because I have so many national team players. But Kelly O'Hara, wow. I mean, if she just doesn't get kicked out of games, <laughs> we're talking about a player who she does everything, and she's so aggressive, and I think she knows Washington needs a little bit of a boost, and she'll put shots on goal. Washington will will, will put up some donuts, too, the other way, that is. Um, so I, I think that picking up maybe the best defender in the game in the 10th round Bless you. Thanks. Is a good pick. So I'll, I love Kelly O'Hara with a 39th pick overall. And because she's ranked on my board, just looking. Kelly O'Hara is ranked 30th on my board. So I win. Holly, <laughs> in the draft for us. All right. And, you know, I think I win too because I, this is my, my 30 and 31 here. And the two best players I have left available are Taylor Korniak and Mal Pugh. And I love Mal Pugh. I love Korniak. I love her game. I love to watch her play. Uh, I root for her all the time. Yeah, but she's <laughs> always damn injured. And <laughs> she's on the Red Stars. Um, so I'm going to, you know, put my faith in the sort of fake rookie. And I'm going to pick Taylor Korniak. Taylor. I, I like her game. She's six foot one. Uh, she's going to get some headers yeah. and, and we saw, and she's taking, um, you know, she's taking some of the set pieces and free kicks. So it's, they like her. They're using her all over the board. So Orlando's kind of fun. So Holly, that's our, uh, that's our mock draft. You want to go over, go over your team and, and I want to know your thoughts. On all that, right. On I've team. got Dabinia, Trinity Rodman, Sam Mewis, Simone, Charlie, Jennifer Cujo, Megan Klingberg, Audrey Bledsoe, Rose Lavelle, Jennifer Marosan and Taylor Korniak. I really need Sam Mewis to come back and play. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> That's what I'm saying here. I like your squad. I mean, I think there's gonna be if you, you're. I mean, the standard leagues here, four team leagues. You're gonna be. You're gonna have to really screw up to hate your team. I think. But it's those little wrinkles like you're talking about. Yeah, like who drafts you go, slightly oh, better. Yeah, you're like I really shouldn't have reached there, but I went for a goalie. So it's those moments, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, my squad is Rachel Daly, Carly Lloyd, Lindsey Horan, Shea Groom, Ashley Hatch, Sophia Smith, um, Les Sommer from France. Uh, I'll learn uh, Eugene Les Sommer, that is. Uh, Megan Rapino, Didi Heracic, Kelly O'Hara. Love my squad. But I'm going to have to do something when those Olympics come around. <laughs> well, hopefully you'll have enough information to be able to pick up some, uh, some good people to fill in those gaps. <sighs> that was fun. I hope everyone enjoyed that. <laughs> I got to say about pick 37, I was really over that music. You know? I mean, it was good. It was I was good. Not. It was good. But then all of a sudden it, it came to my attention and I was like, oh my gosh. Well, um, hopefully not. Everyone else got sick of it. But, you know, chances are by minute four, they were like, oh, my God, <laughs> what the hell? And looking at your ghost teams, I'm just looking really quick at these ghosts. Um, 
I really like Ghost 2 because Ghost 2, you had those back-to-backs, and you had back-to-backs, but once again, they've got Christy Mewis, Lynn Williams, Adriana Franch, Midge Purse, Amani Dorsey, Alex Morgan, Ashley Sanchez, Sofia Huerta, Nichelle Prince, and Haley Mace. Yeah, I mean, really a, good team. That's a decent team. Really good team. Yeah. And to round it out, Ghost 1, who was picking third, Jess McDonald, Ash... Oh, did I screw that up before? No, I don't know. Uh, Jess McDonald, Ashlyn Harris, Christine Sinclair, Amy Rodriguez, Sydney LaRue, Kristen Hamilton, CeCe Kaiser, Paige Monahan, Brooke Hendricks, Morgan Goutreau. I think that's the weakest team of all of us. Because if, yeah. you, if you look at what they did, I love Jess McDonald and Ashlyn Harris. But there's a, and, and, and they have three, I mean, I just said that someone with Jess McDonald and Christine Sinclair scoring goals is the worst team and maybe the best goalkeeper. But then they've got this really flimsy Amy Rodriguez and Sydney LaRue, two really good offensive players on weak offensive teams. And yeah. That could let you down. Yeah. And then they've got Hamilton, who's like the fifth option on the Courage, who could get hot. But I think their their team falls right off when I think all the rest of the teams are kind of consistent throughout the draft. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we go, Holly, yes. we got some, we got a birthday to celebrate. We do. Rose Lavelle. Happy birthday, Rose. Happy birthday, Rose. I, I don't have a Rose. I don't have like a happy birthday. Yeah, that's okay. Here we go. <laughs> I've got that. All right. Your girl, Klingenberg. Um, so Holly, Rose is obviously one of the best players in the world. She's one of the most exciting to watch. Do you have a, I wanted to just chat about like, what do you like about her game and do you have a favorite memory of Rose? Yeah, I mean, she first came to my attention in the 2019 World Cup and she was the second player I really noticed. The first one was Crystal Dunn and then a little bit farther on, and this was a game that we weren't uh, at in person. I think we were watching on TV and I just saw her run through a, like a really crowded midfield in traffic and, and run circles around everyone else with her footwork and, you know, take the ball down the field and I just, you know there's just something really special about her that stood out in, in a team of stars. So that's, you know, I just thought, wow. I, she's great when she can stay, cause she gets banged up, you know, and she's in a, and she's a fellow Ohioan with me. So I like that. Oh, too. There I like you a, go. a little hometown. She's from yeah. Cincinnati. I'm from Columbus, but um, I don't know if there's another player in the world and it's saying a lot. I don't know if there's another player who, when you're just outside the box and they make a second move that I'm more excited to watch. There's a lot of players who can, like when Haran makes another step up top uh, that can fire from, but Lavelle is sneaky because she's kind of slight of frame. You know, she's a little thin, but then all of a sudden she's got this rocket of a shot. Yeah. And how many times have we seen her change feet and juke the defender and give herself a little extra room and go right or left and, and plug one? just right in the corner of the goal. And she did it and she believes. And I was going to say, honorable mention for me is, and it's it's a huge goal, was that winner against Netherlands, the Netherlands of the World Cup where she put us up for, I think, for good. Yeah. Like we were up on nothing. But that she clutched shot and it was like, okay, they're going to win the game. But the, and she believes, I think it was against Canada because she scored the lone goal in the 79th minute. And she scored outside the box. But she just changed feet. She gave herself extra time around the defender. And I think it was with her left put one in the back of the net and that's my favorite goal that she scored and it was just a beautiful goal and I don't think like there's no one else at the top of the key there 
that when you give them extra time, like when I see her make a move, I go, Oh my God, you know, she's going to shoot up there. And I love those players who take shots right outside the box because she's proved she can. Right. So, you know, keep taking those shots. And I hope to see her back for OL rain. Yes, please come back. My God, how stacked is that team? <laughs> how great is that team? <laughs> our real draft, Woo! our real draft is like, we got to do this all over like again in a hour, couple hours. An hour. An hour I'm away. Wiped out. An hour away. <laughs> Our cat Hector slept through the entire show. He literally was dreaming the entire show while we were drafting. I don't know if that's a good sign that he sleeps through our entire podcast. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. Well, still twitching. We love if you're listening to our podcast. We don't care if you're sleeping uh, as long as you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Be like calm sleep stories. Um, Who's gonna call us next? The season is underway. Saturday, Sunday, stacked games. Every team is playing. We're drafting tonight. I hope you're drafting, or if you've already drafted, good luck. If you're drafting to late tonight or tomorrow, good luck in your drafts, everybody. I hope you do well. Uh, tweet at us at Keepers Podcast or uh, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know who you drafted. Give us pictures of your rosters. Um, and then next week, we're in the thick of it, Holly. We'll be giving updates on what you should do week to week and you know if you should drop players or trade players it's really gonna get fun when we get into the weeds of this thing all right yeah we're gonna deep dive and nerd out on it all right see you next week excuse me next time do you think the hurdles could be a little bit taller for some of our uh taller athletes please I mean, I want to mobilize my hips as well.